I'm Duncan McLeod, and this is the Tech Central Show, TCS. Subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash techcentral. Hit the subscribe button, hit the bell icon, and you will always be notified when we publish a new episode. Alternatively, you can subscribe to our daily newsletter that goes out at 5 a.m. every weekday morning. You can do that at techcentral.co.za slash newsletter. Now, Alex Thompson is in the Tech Central studio. Alex is co-founder and CEO of Naked Insurance, and Naked has just secured 17 million US dollars in a new funding round, a Series B round, that, if my maths is correct, is about 300 million rand at the current exchange rate. Alex, welcome. Uh, how many fundraising rounds has Naked been through now? Well, this is our, our first kind of numbered round. So we did okay. a, series, a Series A in, uh, in August 21, and, and this is our Series B. We did have some seed funding before that, but this is, I suppose, this, the second major one that we've done. Right, right. I'm always intrigued uh, when um, startups talk about fundraising rounds and they talk about Series A and Series B. What, what, what does that refer to exactly? That's a really good question. You know, <laughs> I have actually no idea. It's just, uh, you know, there, there seem to be certain benchmarks right. in terms of the size of the business, like the revenue or the, or the customer count that you need to hit to be able to close a Series A, to be able to do a Series B. You know, so, for example, Series A typically is around the time when you're establishing pro product mm -hmm. market fit. You know, around mm -hmm. about that sort of time, you can do your Series A. And Series B is more in the sort of scale-up, yeah, when you're sort right. of really trying, to, really trying to grow the business. Okay. And I guess that's the phase we're in. There's, there's probably some technical descriptions for what Series A and Series B means. So I'm going to go look them up after our, our discussion because I'm genuinely interested in finding out. Because I hear these terms all the time and don't actually know what they mean. But we're going to get into the Series B fundraising that you've, you've done in a moment. But um, let's spend a couple of minutes talking about Naked Insurance and its background. Um, I first spoke to you, I think it must have been about five years ago, uh, when you were just getting started. Um, uh, why was the company founded? Who was it founded by? And what's it trying to do differently? And what is a pretty crowded insurance market? Yeah, so my, myself and my two co-founders, Sumri Kraber and Ernest North, we, we've got a background in the insurance game in South Africa. You're all actuaries, aren't you? Yeah, we actually are all yeah. actuaries, yeah. And so, and in fact, mostly consulting actuaries through, throughout our careers. And, and you know, that gives us great access as a consultant to, to most of the industry. And in working with you know, a lot of the leading players in South Africa and, and actually around the world, we, we saw these common themes, mm -hmm. right? these common themes that, that insurers are really struggling to use technology effectively. Mm -hmm. and, and we saw a lot of opportunity in that space. And then also the, 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 the customer relationship you know, with, between the insurer and the customer was, was generally very poor. The reputation, you know, if you surveyed different, uh, you know, different sectors, insurance is always like right at the bottom or near the bottom. And so I, I think we just saw that there was a lot of things changing, you know, so whether it's the sort of rise of social media, information flow leading to, you know, companies need to be much more careful about their reputation, you know, and of course, changes in technology and what, and what that can do in, in the insurance game. So, you know, seeing those sort of things, we, you know, we, 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 saw, we saw that there was going to be a big shift in the insurance sector. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, I guess that's what led yeah. to us starting it. You're right. And, and there's been this concept of insure tech that's risen up with the whole sort of fintech uh, environment here in South Africa and worldwide. Uh, you say you have an AI or artificial intelligence-driven business model. What does that mean exactly? Well, you know, when we when we looked at this, we realized that what was what the real opportunity was here was not just to do a distribution play where we you know sort of wrap a, an mm -hmm. insurance sales process into an app. It was really to re-engineer the whole value chain of delivering insurance, right? To be able to use data better, to be able to uh, you know, use automation to allow customers to self-serve more and improve right. the sort of speed and convenience. And of course, to do that, 
there's a lot of intelligence you need. There's a lot of things which typically have been done um, by, you know, by brokers or by call center agents. And, and we wanted to be able to, for the system to be able to figure out what to do itself, mm-hmm. right? And, and so, yeah, we, we saw AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning as being really critical to the, the companies that would ultimately succeed in the insurance game in the long term. Right, right. So to take, take me through how it, exactly it works as a, as a naked insurance customer, I'm, how does it work? Do I go to the website and engage with some sort of AI chatbot? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you can go onto our website, you can download our app, and you know, we'll, we'll, you'll, there'll be a, a nice lady called Rose who will ask you a, a few questions. I mm-hmm. mean, it's really, it's really quite simple. We've focused a lot on making this something which is understandable for everyone. And you go through a few questions, you get a, you get a, a sort of summary of what the cover will be, you can, right. you can customize that cover. I mean, and there's and no that, humans involved except for the customer. Yeah, no, the, it's, a, it's yeah, the customer's mm-hmm. doing it themselves. You're right. And and so and you get to that point, and that that can, that you can do in a minute and a half. You know, yeah. it's it's very very quick. You know, contrast that against the typical sort of forty minute phone call that that you know people are accustomed to. And from there, it's as simple as entering your card, choosing a start date for your cover, and and you know you're done. That's that's your insurance in place. Yeah. And you know, I think that's you know we really wanted to make that. As I said, something really simple, really accessible to, to anybody out there. Okay, interesting. So you just ask a set of questions to the customer, and then the system makes a determination on what the premium should be based on where the person lives, their age, etc. That's right. Yeah. We, I mean, look, we, we do enrich that data, you mm-hmm. know, so we access various external databases, and, okay. and that gives us a, you know, sort of a good understanding of the risk profile of the customer, which we use for pricing. I know this is a, perhaps a little bit of an aside, but everyone's very excited about ChatGPT at the moment, and, <laughs> and uh, I've just got early access to Bing Chat, the, the oh, yeah. new chat model, and it is fascinating, uh, very powerful uh, technology. In fact, we've, I've used it to uh, write a few headlines on Tech Central in the last couple of days, and it's pretty good at it. Um, uh, so uh, sub-editors, watch out, I think. Yeah. But um, yeah. you, you guys have AI at, at your core. Um, are you have you been watching what's happening with ChatGPT and the investments Microsoft's making and the stuff that Google is doing? Is this stuff that can, could enrich the work that you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think it's these kind of technologies that we anticipated, and you know, in the beginning, mm. as being as being things that would change the game. You know, as I think ChatGPT is likely to do in in many yep. different industries, and you know, so I think with with um, with insurance specifically, I don't think ChatGPT is going to um, be the the sort of pivotal answer. But these kind of generative mm. AI technologies, I think, off, you know, offer massive potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, you know, we we offer this model where people can do it for themselves, where they can self serve. And that is something where, you know, if, if you can ask a question mm-hmm. and get a really informed answer, it allows people to make better decisions about their insurance right. and ultimately, you know, to take control of their insurance right. in a way they haven't been able to in the past. Okay. Who, who's your typical client? Does it skew younger because it's tech-based? Yeah, I mean, certainly in the beginning, you know, our sort of early adopter was a, was a younger customer, more tech-savvy, mm-hmm. but it's really broadened out in the last year or two. You know, so okay. we, we start to see now really the mainstream consumer, right. you know, now comfortable signing with up with us, yeah. I think they've you know they've sussed it out for a while, and now they're now they're seeing it being feeling a lot more comfortable. Yeah, yeah but still probably slightly younger than average that you'd see in sure. the insurance industry. Sure, sure. I'm amazed how quickly um, consumers can actually adopt to different technologies depending on circumstances. I recall before the COVID pandemic that um, many, many, many consumers were scared of using tap to pay at the point of sale with a card or their phone, worrying about the security implications of this. COVID hit, and suddenly 100% of people, everyone's tapping. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, it's the same thing with insurance. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people were like, no, 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 I'm never, yeah. never going to buy insurance without yeah. speaking to somebody and that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's really changed. Yeah. You know, we're really seeing people, thousands yeah. of people signing up like that. 
So uh, by automating a lot of the processes and, and having computers do things that people in the past would have done in a call center, does it mean cheaper insurance? Is that the, is that the main um, uh, draw card for consumers? Certainly it's one of the big ones. I mean, look, just the convenience itself of being right. able to do everything very quickly, we've seen as a, as a big appeal. People are really tired of dealing with call centers. But yes, of course, what that means is that we're taking, you know, cost out of the, out of the process of, of producing the insurance. And, and that allows us to, to, to offer very competitive prices. Right, right. Okay. Um, now, you're aligned with Hollard in some way. Just remind me what the relationship is there. Well, so we have, I mean, Hollard is a, is a, is a, is a shareholder of ours. Okay. Um, so we've got a long-term relationship with them. And we also um, are underwritten by them. I mean, mm-hmm. what that really means in practice is they, they provide a, a balance sheet guarantee on, okay. you know, on our claims. And, and which I think, is a regulatory requirement. Which is a regulatory requirement in, in the insurance industry. And it, and it does give people a level of comfort that there's this really massive company sitting, sitting behind us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what type of insurance do you offer? Short-term, obviously. Any other types of insurance? Just short-term. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's really insurance for cars, okay. homes, you know, your, your contents at home, and also cover for things like cell phones, laptops, bicycles, jewelry on a standalone right. basis as well. So, right. so it's really, you know, what, what we're trying to cover is what, the, what, what people, what households mm-hmm. are, are looking to insure from a, from a non-life insurance right. perspective anyway. Yeah. But you can, you can insure a computer, for example. Yeah. You don't have to insure your entire household. Exactly. Yeah, you can you choose can what you want to insure. Mix and match and, and do yeah. this. I know some traditional insurance companies won't insure you based on a single product. They'll say, okay, no, we'll offer you insurance for your household, but not if you want to insure a specific item. That's right. I mean, we've seen, you know, particularly younger people don't really understand that. Like, why do I want to insure, like, everything that I have, you know, my clothes and yeah. books and things that, you know, I'm really just concerned about my... My iPhone. My <laughs> iPhone, maybe my <laughs> Xbox, or whatever it is, you know. So just pick the things you want to cover and, yeah. and cover those only. Right. But, I mean, you know, typically as people's assets grow, it just becomes a lot simpler just to buy sort of a bulk, you know, mm-hmm. contents policy and then everything's covered. Do you stay in the short-term space only, or do you have aspirations to offer other types of insurance eventually? Well, you know, with this with this fundraising round, it certainly does give us um, a lot of potential to okay. expand, and okay. you know, and certainly one of the things that we are going to be looking at and, and moving into is is other product lines. Okay. And you know, yeah, I mean, life insurance is a is a possibility down the line. Okay, yeah. good, good. All right, let's talk a little bit about the Series B. It's seventeen million US dollars, so certainly not chump change at all. Um, you've raised it from the International Finance Corporation, which, if I'm not mistaken, is part of the World Bank. Correct. They invest in private sector businesses in emerging markets mainly. And the German Development Finance Institution, uh, why development finance organizations? Well, I mean, you know, they, they're looking to, to, to help um, stimulate businesses in, in markets like South Africa. You know, right. they're, they're, they're looking to, to try and improve competition. They're looking to try to um, support organizations that I think can make a, a positive difference in society. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think what, uh, what they've seen in, in having a close look at our business is that we are able to reach a part of the market that the traditional sh- insurers have, have, you know, have found quite difficult yeah. to, to reach. Um, you know, our, obviously our price points are good. You know, the technology allows us to do that. And, and so I think they're, they're extremely ex- uh, excited about the potential for, mm. for, for Naked to really make a positive impact in, in the country and, mm. you know, and, and in other markets around the world. Okay, great. So um, $17 million, um, what sort of runway does this give you until your next funding round? Um, well, I mean, as you'll know, I mean, the, the investment markets at the moment are not, not in, the, in the best place from a fundraising perspective anyway. So we, you know, so we'll, we'll, certainly, we'll, we'll certainly make sure this, this gives us a good runway. Right. Uh, and, you know, we, we'll, we'll look, so we certainly look after the money. It sounds like a lot, but, yep. you know, we, we'll, be, we'll be taking good care of it and making yeah. sure it stretches. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it gives us the ability to, to really 
you know, deepen um, our commitment to to our customer, improving our platform. You know, making you know taking a lot of the things that we set out to do. You know, I was talking about that. You know, sort of re-engineering of mm-hmm. the value chain. So things like making the claims process. I think our claims process are really extremely good, mm-hmm. but making them even better, making them faster. You know, further integration of artificial intelligence into our claims processes, and and really throughout the systems. So there's a lot of work. You know, in terms of hiring additional people in the in the sort of ML and AI space. Right. Um, and then yeah, and then a lot a lot around expansion and growth is mm-hmm. is really the, the the major focus for the business at the moment. Do you have a call center at all? Yeah we no we do. Yeah. We certainly yeah. do. So you know so um, if if pe- you know, people um, self serve, but mm-hmm. you know along the way they do need help. Okay. So you know if people have got questions, if they if they if they want help with something, we're there. You know, so we've got right. we've got and we we just don't do like outbound outbound calls to try and right. you know to try and sell business and bug people like right. that. So we don't we don't do anything like that. It's really all about the customer and and helping them to be able to you know to get the insurance they need. Okay, and hopefully making it a little bit less of a grudge purchase because let's be fair, buying insurance is a very much a grudge purchase, isn't it? It is. I mean, and you know, it's been one of the most gratifying things in what we've done is just yeah. the positive, you know, views and sentiments that have come out of a lot of our customers. Just you know, c- contrasting it to what their experience was before to to what it is now. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing that you know, just coming back to you know what uh, you know what the IFC and so on are looking for is that it has allowed us to you know reach markets that that haven't been reached before by you know simply by virtue of the fact that a lot of people have got quite a lot of distrust mm-hmm. and, and don't want to deal with call centers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. aren't confident that they claims are going to be paid. And we have seen a, like a really positive shifts in that space. A lot of it through referrals, people telling their friends, right. like, I've had an amazing time with Naked. And, and that's been, I mean, it's one of the most gratifying things for, you know, for a founder of a business like this. Why did you call yourselves Naked? Well, I mean, you know, I, th- I think it follows from what we're trying to do, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, like, you know, we, we, you know we, we believe a lot in, in transparency, in being um, really upfront about, you know, what you're getting, you know, what you're covered for and what you're not covered for. We don't want that to be a surprise at claim stage. We, we want everything to be, yeah, transparent. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Naked really captures that sense of what you see is what you get. All right, All right. Okay, um, so you mentioned the claims process. I wanted to maybe just touch on that briefly mm. as well. You've, you spoke about the sign-up process and how that's automated. Uh, if, if when you go through a claim, is it similarly automated or do you call the call center? No, you, I mean, you, you, um, we've done a lot of work in making that process um, very seamless. I mean, a lot of it's actually been released in the, in the course of the last year. Okay. So, yeah, you submit your claims on the app. And and then we'll actually you know ask you we've, we've got this really cool well uh, you know insurance nerds think it's cool <laughs> this really cool sort of um, intelligent engine that'll figure out what needs to happen next on the claim so you'll get asked for additional information if that's required yep. or and in some cases the the system will just figure out that this claim is 100% legit and will you know will move it on straight away mm-hmm. you know so so it's it's an area where you know we, we think we we've moved like well ahead of anybody else. And we want to go even further. Okay. Yeah. So the system will flag up if it thinks there's fraud or a potential claim that's not justified. Yeah. And then you'll have people investigate that further, possibly go and have a look at the yeah, that's true. conversation with the customer, et cetera. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, mean, I mean, part of making insurance sustainable and being able to offer really good value is to be able to pick up when there is dishonesty that's, that's in play within the, within the insurance space. So, yeah. so we are, we've got a lot of you know, analytics and, and AI is used in that space as well. Yeah. So, and that is really, really important in, key, in, in making sure that you know, the honest people, most yeah. of us, get, get a really good deal with insurance. And, and with your AI technology and, and pattern, I, do you, I guess you're doing pattern recognition based on, you know, okay, this is, we know that this is fraud usually occurs in an instance like this. Yes. So let's investigate this particular instance further. Yes. Whereas in other instances, it would be, oh, this looks legit because 
you know, this is our typical claim, uh, this profile of person, or I don't know if you can go to, down to that sort of level, but um, you're able to determine where you should flag something up quite yes. easily, I imagine, yes. through the software. That's right. And, and, you know, like a big part of it is actually being able to get really confident about people who are really legitimately honest mm -hmm. and where you can trust everything that they say and that you can then give them an incredibly smooth ride. Right. You know, so that I think one of the big problems is that because one, uh, most, most you know, insurance companies don't know mm. which are legitimate and which aren't, they sort of treat everyone as though they might yeah. be not legitimate. Yes. Right? And of course, we, and, we, and we occasionally will do that because the system is not perfect, mm. right? Sometimes mm. it'll be a little bit unsure and then we'll put them through a process. It does happen, yep. but we are, we are increasingly able to distinguish mm -hmm. really well up front and then to, to sort of send people down the right paths. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I guess that, that um, in the claims process where customers are treated as if they might be trying to trick the insurance company is where the customer loses faith and, and yeah. feels unhappy about the service they're getting because you as the client are now being treated suspiciously, yeah. uh, even if your, your claim is entirely legitimate. Yes, yes. And I mean, and sometimes it's easy to tell, you know, so obviously, and sometimes it's not. You, know, you may have a completely honest person who signs up today yeah. and then claims tomorrow, which, you know, from an insurance system perspective is going to look a little suspicious. Yeah. So they're likely to, you mm -hmm. know, go through a bit of an investigation there to, <laughs> to be sure, you know, and they, and, they, and they could find that a bit frustrating. But yeah. I, think it's, I think that is the right thing to do. And, you know, and, but obviously once a customer's been around for a long time, we've got to know them, we understand their behavior, then it's, then it's much easier for yeah. us to give them a really good experience. Okay. So let's come back to the Series B round. Mm. Um, apart from the IFC and the German Development Financial Institute, Finance Institution, uh, your two original investors, Yellow Woods, who are they? They're, they're a, a private equity firm that, that, okay. that owns a lot of Hollard and Nando's and, and many other businesses ah, in South Africa. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. so Yellow Woods and, and Hollard uh, are participating in this round as well. Is that's that correct? Right. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, they, now, which, which is also, I mean, it's really great for us because I mean, they've they've walked a journey with us and they feel you know, confident in the business to be able to actually continue to mm. invest in the business, yes. and okay. which, is really, which is really good to see. And, they, and they've been, I mean, both of them have been remarkably good partners for us. I okay. think without them, we wouldn't have got to where we are so Okay, far. I was going to ask, are they active investors? Yeah, I mean, they, they play just the right level of involvement. Right. You know, they, they get involved when it makes sense, but they're not, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not driving the agenda. Mm -hmm. they, they leave that to, to the management team to do. But, you know, when we need support, they, yeah. they're extremely good, yeah. And the IFC and, and, and the German Development Finance Institution, are they, well, what's their investment model? Are they, are they going to be actively involved or are they passive investors? I think, I think yeah, I mean, look, these are international firms. Mm. They've got a breadth of experience. They're invested in other businesses like us around the world. Right. So they've definitely got value to add. And then, I mean, and looking, looking forward to working with them. I mean, yeah. you know, they, I mean they, they've got a very high quality of individual that works there, you know, that I think that can undoubtedly add value to our business. Okay. And then just lastly, Alex, you, you've spoke about um, uh, the fact that you're going to look to new hires, that you can potentially develop new product lines. Uh, what else are you planning to do with this expansion? What does is, what is Naked Insurance uh, look like five years from now? Look, I mean, I think mostly, like, if you think about the South African market, we, we're looking to become, you know, one of the leading, if not the leading, um, non-life insurer or personal lines insurer in, in South Africa. You know, so that's really our primary focus at the moment. We're seeing a lot of opportunity in this, in this, this digital form of, of insurance. But we're also looking outside of the country. You know, we, we do see a lot of potential. You know, we, we benchmark ourselves very well against leading players internationally. And so we are, you know, we are sort of tentatively exploring some, some options outside of the country as well. Okay. Do the traditional insurance companies uh, see insure techs like Naked as, uh, as a big threat? 
Uh, are they trying to retool their businesses to be more tech savvy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I think they recognize that there is a bit of a transition going through here. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, we've had some of them copying what we do word for word, you know, to, <laughs> to try. I mean, it's, it's uh, I, I guess it's a compliment. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, but, it, but equally, I think they, it is also challenging for them to run two different kinds of businesses in parallel. Mm-hmm. You know, their, their call center businesses have always done very well historically. Mm-hmm. You have a totally different process online. It can be complicated to explain it to a customer why they're getting two different prices, right. you know, and that sort of thing. So, 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 so I think that they're figuring out some of that still, and their systems are quite old in general, and mm. you know, there's a, they've got a lot of work to do. But I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't write them off. I'm not saying that sure. at all. I think I think they, you know, they'll remain very strong businesses. We've got a very strong insurance industry in this country, yes. and you know, and and you know, we. We, we enjoy being part of the sector. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. Alex Thompson is co-founder and CEO of Naked Insurance. Thank you so much for spending the time with Tech Central today. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Duncan.